48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top stories. The government soft pedals suggestions it should make its coronavirus app compulsory for now. The housing chief says the first transitional housing refitted from a factory building can be ready in just two years. And the chief executive tests out the Tunwon Cheklakok Link Northern Connection. And Nashville imposes a curfew after an early morning blast in the historic part of the city. The Secretary for Innovation and Technology has played down the need to make the government's Leave Home Safe mobile app compulsory, even though only 400,000 people have downloaded it more than a month since its launch. Joanna Wong has more. Speaking to reporters after attending an RTHK program, Alfred said dismissed suggestions that the relatively low take-up rate reflected public distrust of the government. But Mr. Sitt also didn't rule out making the app mandatory. The app helps people record their movements by scanning QR codes when they enter a building or business premises. This makes it easier to track the spread of COVID-19. Mr. Sitt played down the need to make the app compulsory for now, saying it depended on the progress of the pandemic. During the radio program, Mr. Sid also said his bureau is working with researchers to improve the app so users won't have to scan QR codes to record their whereabouts. He also said the government is preparing a system for people to register for coronavirus vaccinations. The chief executive, Carrie Lam, has officiated the commissioning of the Tunmun Cheklapkok Link Northern Connection ahead of its opening for public use tomorrow. Mrs. Lam and other officials, including Transport Secretary Frank Chan, rode an open-top bus and traveled through the tunnel from its entrance on the Hong Kong Zhuhai Macau Bridge artificial island to its Tunmun North exit. The nine-kilometer toll-free link is expected to cut the traveling time between southern Tunmun and the airport by two-thirds to just ten minutes, and it's expected to help ease traffic on Lantau Link and Tunmun Road. The Lantau Link will also waive its toll from midnight tonight. Housing Chief Frank Chan says the first transitional housing refitted from a factory building can be ready for residents in as soon as two years. Writing on his blog, Mr. Chan said $61.5 million in funding has been approved for the project at Hongto Road in Kuntong. The 10-story building is expected to be able to house more than 110 families after the revamp. The mayor of the U.S. city of Nashville has said he's amazed that there weren't more casualties after a huge explosion tore through a historic part of the city in the early hours of Christmas morning. Three people were injured when a parked camper van exploded. Mayor John Cooper praised the bravery of the police officers on the scene. Let's just spend a moment in celebration of the six uniformed Metro police officers who were at the scene at the time of the blast. These incredible heroes who ran to danger with uncertain outcomes ahead of them were responsible for so many injuries being saved. The BBC's Nomia Iqbal explains what happened. Officers say the motorhome was parked outside a telecoms building since Christmas Eve. They found a recorded warning inside that a potential bomb would detonate within 15 minutes. They rushed door to door to get people to safety. No one was seriously hurt, but the blast left many buildings and shops badly damaged. The mayor of Nashville says a curfew in the area is now in place until Sunday afternoon. A British think tank is projecting that China will overtake the United States to become the world's biggest economy in 2028, five years earlier than previously estimated. It praised China's skillful management of the pandemic and its strict early lockdown, which meant that the mainland's relative economic performance had improved. Sean Kennedy has more. 
In an annual report, the Center for Economics and Business Research said the economic and soft power struggle between the United States and China had been an overarching theme of global economics for some time. But it said the pandemic and its economic impact had tipped the rivalry in China's favor. The center said China looked set for average economic growth of 5.7% a year from 2021 to 2025, before slowing to 4.5% a year from 2026 to 2030. In contrast, while the U.S. was likely to have a strong post-pandemic rebound in 2021, its growth would slow to 1.9% a year between 2022 and 2024, and then to 1.6% after that. It predicted that Japan would remain the world's third biggest economy in U.S. dollar terms until the early 2030s, when it would be overtaken by India, pushing Germany down from fourth to fifth. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. Air Canada has revealed that one of its Boeing 737 MAX planes was forced to divert earlier this week when it experienced engine problems shortly after takeoff. The plane was flying from the U.S. state of Arizona to Montreal, Canada. The 737 MAX was grounded worldwide last year following two deadly crashes. It was cleared to fly again in November. France has recorded its first case of the new, more contagious variant of coronavirus that's recently emerged in the U.K., The French health ministry said it involved an asymptomatic man who arrived from London last week. The BBC's Kat Wiener reports. Cases of the new coronavirus variant have now been recorded in a handful of countries, including Denmark, the Netherlands and Australia. It was first identified in southeast England and its emergence prompted more than 50 countries to impose travel restrictions on Britain. The variant has been blamed for a sharp rise in positive tests in recent weeks in the capital, London and surrounding areas. More than 70,000 people in Britain have now died after testing positive for COVID-19 and much of the country is under severe restrictions. Scientists in Britain have developed an experimental drug they hope will offer emergency protection against COVID-19. Key groups within the trial include healthcare workers, students, hospital patients and those in long-term care. The BBC's Jim Reid has the details. The antibody treatment developed by the drug's company AstraZeneca is designed to neutralise the virus and give ongoing protection for up to a year. The jab should start to work immediately, so could be used to help contain a cluster of the disease and stop it spreading. But it's not an alternative to a vaccine. Researchers at University College London have now given the first injections to 10 British participants in a final stage trial of the drug. The first results of the study are due in the spring. Sport football. Today's early Premier League game pits second against third with Leicester City at home to Manchester United. Leicester have lost five of their six top flight fixtures on Boxing Day since 2014 and their boss Brendan Rodgers says his team can put those previous disappointing results behind them. You were disappointed after Everton, but very quickly you have to move on and you've got to get the players into the right frame of mind and get your tactical idea to them, to convince them to then go away to Tottenham and get a really good result and performance. So uh, that's the nature of it. You can't get too disappointed. You have to be ready to, to move on. And it's a crucial match for Arsenal, who've made their worst start to a season in 46 years. The pressure is on their manager, Miguel Arteta. Arsenal face Chelsea at the Emirates Stadium today. I think the next uh, seven to eight days are going to be Crucial to see where we're going to be heading to in, in the Premier League for us. We are losing full matches. That is my responsibility to, to put that right. It's been us, you know, many times the opponent. It's been us, uh, the one that uh, has let ourselves down. And, uh, and it's down to us to change it. 
Manchester City started the season as among the favourites to win the Premier League title, but tonight they'll be without striker Gabriel Jesus and defender Kyle Walker, who've both tested positive for coronavirus and won't be playing against Newcastle United. It's a game that City boss Pep Guardiola says they simply have to win to keep their hopes alive. Absolutely. And the game before and the next game. We were ninth in the table last, last, last weekend. Now we are eighth. So we're still far away from the top of the league. Even we have one left game, but we have to win. Yeah, we, we know what we have to do. So we want to be up there. We have to start to win games, win games and win games. Cricket, a fired-up India grabbed early wickets, including the prize scalp of Steve Smith for a duck to leave Australia in trouble after a gripping opening session on the first day of the second test. Batting after Captain Tim Payne won the toss, the hosts were 136 for five in front of some 30,000 socially distanced fans, the maximum allowed at the 100,000 capacity Melbourne cricket ground. India are desperate to atone for first test at Adelaide, where they lost by eight wickets and were skittled for 36 in their second innings. And meanwhile, across the Tasman, a half-century from Ross Taylor in a century stand with Kane Williamson rescued New Zealand from a troubled start on the opening day of the first test against Pakistan at Mount Maunganui. Shaheen Afridi snapped up two quick wickets to have the black caps at 13 for two, but the veteran batsman steadied the hosts. A short time ago, New Zealand were on 185 for three. To end the news, the top stories once again. The government soft pedals suggestions it should make its corona app compulsory for now. The housing chief says the first transitional housing refitted from a factory building can be ready in just two years. The chief executive tests out the Tunmon Cheklop Link Northern Connection, and Nashville imposes a curfew after an early morning blast in the historic part of the city. The news from RTHK. And back to the tunes. Here's from the King of Pop, 1989, Smooth Criminal, right here on Radio 3.
To fight the virus together, we must protect ourselves and others and reduce social contact. Stay at home as far as possible. Avoid social gatherings and don't go to crowded places. Work from home if feasible. Don't shake hands with others. We should also avoid meal gatherings. Let's adopt these measures to prevent the spread of novel coronavirus in the community. For more information on fighting the virus, visit chp.gov.hk. Radio 3. Moving right along. Little Wang Chung. Everybody have fun tonight. 1986. Right here on Radio 3.